This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. You say... This girl in your class is super fine, but she doesn't know your name. You cry in your bed when she left you on red and won't Snapchat you back. Why so sad? Remember, she's with your best friend and you're dating Roxanne. Now you're making me mad. Remember, despite your confusion, you can ask Jake and Amir, those two dudes Have a podcast called If I Were You Jake and Amir, one's a monk And Jake jams out to 90s punk Golden mics rise, turdies fall They have seen each other through it all And when push comes to shove They'll take a massive dump on your bad decisions To remind you of their love Love it, dude. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. You kind of ruined it because he was like a really good singer, and then you sort of, you kept like chiming in a little. Da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're deaf, I think, or like tone deaf or something. (laughs) You wish you were. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but that was a Hamilton parody. We played some Hamilton parodies before, but that one was great. Oh, yeah, baby. I guess... Man, what a catchy song. Yeah, I guess they've all been great, but that one especially really, really tickled us. That one was by Jerry Hoosh, or Hausch, H-O-U-S-H. Would you say Hoosh or Hausch? H-O-U-S-H? Yeah. Ooh, I'd say Hausch. 
Housh? Yeah. yeah. And I'd be right. How is your house, by the way? <laughs> my house my house is really coming along. Yeah. It's a it's a really nice house. It's a good house. You just <laughs> want to make sure you turn your house into a hosh. Hosh. How's your hosh, house doing? <laughs> house your house. It's actually hoosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very Who well. Who should I know? Nice. Uh if you want to shout out anything uh jerry did a if i were you animation back in the day called if i were you podcast colon rodney featuring the acclaimed guest and golden mic recipient thomas middleditch so Damn. yeah shot that Congrats, out on Tom. on youtube this guy it's awesome not only made the song he also animated something wow a double, a double threat, threat. Yeah. yeah at least he's probably out of he's, he's got a couple threats we don't even know about i bet yeah, if you can if you can sing and animate, you probably are at least a triple threat. He can probably yeah, I bet he can low key dance. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what? Do, how many threats do you think I have? <laughs> if this guy has three, you <laughs> you a... have zero threats. Maybe one. Like you are a threat. You're a threat to society. You're a menace. You're a delinquent. Uh, I was gonna say turd. writing. Um, no podcasting um i don't think so watching you're even you're watching um watching shit you said you're good at podcasting and this is a really boring segment of our (laughs) podcast where you try to figure out and i still have writing (laughs) take away the last two writing walking and (laughs) did i did i mention yeah, did I mention you, mentioning? Did you mention watching? Mentioning. Yeah, mentioning? Yeah. Why don't you walk for a second? Take a little <laughs> lap. Go to, the, go to the window and back. Wow, you can't even do that. <laughs> Can I mention you don't know how to walk? Yeah, so that's two. Watching and mentioning. But yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Everyone's talented, including our fans. Thanks to Jerry. Happy New Year to everybody listening. My God, 2021. Can you believe it? Yeah, 2021. It's already different is already 2021 is already hitting different really yeah, yeah. I, I mean for me it's been roughly the same just like uh saturday and sun it's been friday saturday sunday has mm-hmm. been 2021 and for me it's felt exactly yeah. like to a t tuesday wednesday thursday right yeah interesting actually i did something a little dangerous for new year's Ooh. if you want to say <laughs> uh yeah sure that's right <laughs> i I've been like quarantining with a few other friends. So it's like me and two other people. And we decided on New Year's Eve, let's say, throw caution to the wind, take our masks off and go to this uh, influencer party in the valley. It was 650 strangers uh, doing like TikTok dances. Is it in the valley? It's like outside? It's at least? <laughs> no, it was uh, in this hype house. And they, <laughs> they did this. In the hype thing. house? Yeah, this hype house in the valley um, where it's like a bunch of influencers and myself. You can see me in the background of some of these videos that are that are in the news. I'm doing like a, a keg stand. I'm like doing like this pin the tail on the donkey thing where they wrap wow, me. Wow, they, 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 they played pin the tail on the donkey at Well, that I was the, the fucking donkey. <laughs> I was the donkey. So they wrapped so they, me in masking tape. You can hear them chanting, let's wrap this fucker in masking tape. <laughs> Were you invited to the party? <laughs> They thought that I was a stripper. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I walk in there. 
my two so this friends was their plan for the stripper that's very fucked up yeah my friends i guess couldn't make it because they heard that it was going to be like a dangerous affair so they yeah they thought i was like crashing or that i was old and weird or whatever they wrapped me up in masking <laughs> yeah. tape different like color masking tapes like i guess have you ever heard of a rainbow party yeah yeah yeah, yeah so this is like a very this is kind of like a variation on that where they would they would stick me with like little needles like pin the vaccine on the donkey <laughs> but it wasn't the vaccine sorry i want to say tied you up clearly and gave you shots i want to say that it, not like it alcoholic shots not yeah not even good shots they I, pinned I, a tail on you they that's what they, they did pr- they, they kept pricking me they said prick the prick prick the prick and they ended up how many things did they chant they said (laughs) what have i said so far you said uh let's play pin let's let's tie this old fucker up yeah 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 and then prick the prick for sure (laughs) was was yeah and then they would pin the tail on me but yeah they would so i must have been i started i was bleeding out but i was like masked up you know what i mean like masking tape kept it all in so by the time oh, so i didn't wear a mask you're masked up you mean that was the i tape was breathless they, yeah that was the tape that they used yeah yeah so by the time i you're came, short of breath i yes exactly so by the did time you show up short to breath <laughs> like flu-like symptoms were you a little ill before you went to this party? yeah i had like i had the light 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 chest pains and a fever of 101 but by the time i got there that all went away it was all just like it was all just like New Year's Eve style celebration slash pin the tail on the me. So mm-hmm. by the time and I had some like muscle aches, that was it. Yeah, I had like muscle aches and soreness and I was short of breath and sweaty a little <laughs> bit and feverish and flush and fluey more than anything. So I pass out, right? I faint or whatever. That was right. the 31st. December. That was better than the 31st. If this, if this party wasn't on New Year's Eve, then what yes, the hell? It was New Year's Eve. And I woke up. It was it was New Year's Eve. 20. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I woke up 20 hours ago, Saturday at like 2 30 a.m. Oh, you woke up on the second. In, so you slept through New Year's Day. In a yeah, in an ER like kind of waiting area. I guess they brought me there to die. <laughs> but See, uh, they brought you there. To, they brought you to the ER and you spent die. 20 hours with nobody doing intake on you. The doctors <laughs> just saw you and they're like, not worth it. Not yeah, worth our time. Because I'm, I'm a very here. low priority candidate because I didn't have like, mm-hmm. I was a do not resuscitate like situation. <laughs> like they wanted me gone. Oh, they usually make that decision after you like go into the hospital. Right? They just yeah. Sort of saw that. And they said, so I have an emergency medical DNR. bracelet thing that says try to like, air on the side of this guy not pulling through (laughs) but for whatever reason i was ready to meet my maker but god had you know men make plans and god laughs (laughs) so god ended up cracking the fuck up at the sight of me and shot me straight back down and i (gasps) like fucking uma thurman and pulp fiction yeah i came to i walk home I'm like, has everybody been looking for me? Is everybody worried? Between your legs. Yes, a little syringe coming out of my ass to still. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, everybody was just sort of fine to see me. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you mean those two roommates you've been safely quarantining with? (laughs) They wanted me out. Two new roommates. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm living a little bit on the lamb and a little bit on the fence <laughs> as it I were see. but it is so good to see you how was your new year's 
Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was fine. As, That's cool. As yeah. you... Did she, like, yeah, anything crazy happen? <laughs> like, did somebody beat the shit out of you? <laughs> or are you sort no, of... No, no. No? We kept... We took her easy. <laughs> took yeah. her easy. That's yeah. smart. We took her easy. That's smart. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. should probably have taken her easy. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably have taken it greasy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was... Good catch up. Did you have a New Year's kiss or were you no kiss? No kiss. Yeah, I uh, (laughs) not for lack of trying either. Uh, I was maced within an inch of my life, (laughs) which I didn't know that could happen. I guess you could pass out from the pepper or some shit. (laughs) Either slash or slash way. (laughs) This is an advice podcast. After all, yeah, we are here to dispense our wisdom, and let's get wise. What do you think of that for a a new catchphrase? For a new slogan for the new year, 2021. We are here to dispense our wisdom and let's get wise. Is that what you said? Let's get wise, yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. It is not going to stick for me, <laughs> dog. That ain't it, fam. <laughs> I love that you're trying new slogans, but you didn't find one yet. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web, still hosted by us eight years later. I'm Amir. I am Jake. Wow, eight years? Is that, are we coming up on eclipsing the amount of time we've done a podcast for the amount of time that we did a web series? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I think Jake and Amir lasted nine or ten, and then there was an overlap. So this one will be, this one will be eight years in May, so we're not quite there yet, but yeah, we're on our way. Wow. Jesus Christ. Are you ready to start? What what will the next decade chunk be, I'm wondering? Yeah, I thought it was going to be a TikTok. Thank God it's not going to be. I think that's not going to be us. I don't know. What if we just like, like total career shift? We can be like anything, you know, like, what's that? (laughs) Dancers? No, because that's still in an end. Like that's entertainment. I don't think we could, I don't think we could totally be dancers because we'd have to both be We'd have to both know how to do it. And only I am like a classically <laughs> trained. I don't know if you are as good at dancer. I'm as good as you for sure. You're not classically trained. You're not classically trained. <laughs> both. I don't think you could be at my level, which is kind of like ballet, trip hop style, <laughs> trained at Juilliard. Um, <laughs> You you were but also like somebody ran things. train of you at Juilliard. <laughs> no, that's what you did at Juilliard. Yeah, <laughs> Juilliard and the yard. That's where I fucking learned. Actually, so we got a question about your um, burping situations. So let's see if we can answer this guy's question. Oh, I'd be happy to because I also have some. I've got. I've made some progress there. Really, pretty exciting. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, why don't we call this guy? What's a what's a man in your family name? So like another Hurwitz. Oh, another Hurwitz. Um, let's go the fucking guy himself, Sam. Sam writes, Jake, my friend, I was listening to If I Were You, and you mentioned you cannot burp. Me too. I also avoid drinking beer because I get bloated, and then I have to have small, awkward, embarrassing, uncontrollable mini burps. Mm. Here's the question. My girlfriend thinks I should see a doctor about it, but I can't be arsed. Have you ever spoken to a medical profession about your condition? It doesn't really bother me too much. Uh, I can just get a bit uncomfortable and embarrassed in some social situations. Uh, For reference, I'm a 32-year-old male from Melbourne, 
Australia. No pressure. But I do, I do have a wager on whether or not you have mentioned this to a doctor. So please tell me that you have not. Ooh, That's a lot correct. of pressure. Oh. So I'm not. You have not mentioned it to a doctor. No. But okay. I, I did like troll through the, the no burp subreddit, which I think somebody sent to us. And basically, they're, it's like not a recognized um, condition. Doctors don't treat this because they don't think it's real. Or if they think it's real, then they don't think it's worth a damn, which I could understand that when yeah, people are dying of other illnesses. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to dedicate my life to making it so you can belch. You know, that's not a high priority. Yes. Yeah, so is there is, a, did you figure out a quote reason? Is it a genetic thing? Is it part of your body? Is it like, uh, can you train yourself to learn how to burp or something? I, so on this website, on the no burp subreddit, there's like, I think there's like two doctors who basically recognize this as, um, you know, an illness or an ailment and they perform a surgery, which I really hope it's, I think, I don't have the page in front of me, but I think they do something to strengthen your sphincter. <laughs> so this doctor says if you just give him fart blanche access to your asshole can make it so that you can burp. Or else you're talking about a sphincter muscle, which I believe is just a circular muscle and exists in other parts of your body. So there's like That's one it. in your throat. That's exactly what it is. Okay, so um, there's a sphincter, which I believe there's one around your eye, too. It allows you to blink. There's one in your asshole. That's the famous one, because that puckers up and lets you, you shit. Yep, yep, that's, that's the one the f- that made you giggle when I said it was sphincter surgery. That's right. I'm, I didn't know that. The, I, all right, that's, that, makes, that makes sense. All right, so now we know. So there's also a muscle, yeah. a circular muscle in your throat that lets you burp, and that's also a, quote, sphincter yeah. muscle. And I guess, like, that muscle... I don't have any control over either contracting or releasing or something. Um, so when I drink um, a beer, I get uncomfortable. I get um, a little like lightheaded, even like foggy. It's um, like the gas, the gas goes yeah. up to that muscle. And instead of you burping it out in a classic belch fashion, it just sort of gets stuck in that trapped yeah. gas. And you and so I, what I was reading in Reddit is that like I think I'm one of the lucky ones that can make these kind of like mini noises like eh, like just every once in a while it's just like me pushing the air out of that very tiny hole or something. It's not like a full release belch, but there's people that can't get anything out that are that are in much more discomfort than I am. Interesting. Um, and I also sometimes will just like trigger my gag reflex and let the burp explode out of me. Walk us through that situation. That's you, quote, pulling the trigger, but instead of puking, it's just a belch. I don't know why it doesn't make me puke, because it seems like it would, but there's just, like, so much pressure in my throat that, like, whatever, do I guess doing that, like, makes my uh, sphincter, as it were, <laughs> open up and the belch comes out. Um, <laughs> but it, also in that subreddit... I was just looking at somebody who's like basically teaching themselves to burp. And what they were saying is they're just really relaxing their throat. Um, And I think that for my entire life, burping to me was something you force out the same way you would like, that's how I get a fart out of my arse. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd pull the trigger down there too. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, but I don't, when I'm burping, I'm like trying, you know, I'm like it almost looks like I'm about to heave or something. Yeah. So then I, these last few weeks, I've just started like breathing in and then doing nothing, just like trying to fully relax my throat. And I've been getting some burps out to the point where Jill got mad at me. Why? So I think that's like well, mad at you because you're reason, trying to get a burp out. Well, she, no, she's like, when I've burped before, there have been like a handful of times. If if I hear, if she hears one, she's like, good job. Cause she knows that I can't burp. Um, so when I first started this and it was successful and I burped a couple of times, um, she was like, good job. Congrats. You're doing it. Um, she was happy. Um, but then I think I was, I was doing it to such a degree of success um, that she was like, you now, if you have this power, you have to have manners, but I still don't have, I don't have control when I'm doing it. I, I just, it's been happening and it's like been surprising. That's all it is. I see. So recently you've been able to sort of train yourself to release the gas in a slower fashion. Yeah. Like a more traditional burp. I still don't have like the, I still don't know what it is. I don't really understand what's happening. I don't have the, like, um, the, the, like, um, I guess like the command of what's happening. I don't have, I can't feel what I'm doing right or wrong. It's almost like when you're singing and you're tone deaf, but like you can feel when you're, you, you like get on a note, but it's by accident, you know? <laughs> right. So you can burp, but it's not nothing on purpose or good like that. I couldn't recreate it, but I'm slowly, slowly trying to. So I guess, I don't know. That, I think that's my advice, but also there's apparently this doctor in Chicago, um, and there's one in New York, but I don't know if he's as renowned. I don't know if he's seeing new clients right now, what with COVID and all. Yeah, it is definitely an elective surgery. But I think this, it, I know what it feels like to not be able to burp. I also like am on the other side of like sometimes being able to work really hard to get a burp out. And I think that it's worth the effort. So if you can't burp at all and there's something that is out there that can help you burp, you should you should chase that fucking dream, baby. Yeah. Maybe in Australia things are a little bit different. Like there's two doctors in America that can do it, but in Australia, they're all fucking trained in this thing. They'll slice and dice your sphincter, no problem. In and out, there you go. Um I've also stopped I mean, I'm drinking more wine these days. That's right. Still on the wine powering tip. through the beer. Yeah, still on the wine tip. And now I have like one beer every, maybe like, I guess maybe once a week, maybe every 10 days. Wow. Um, before I would have like three or four a week. And does it feel, does it hit you different now that you don't have as many? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't like, I'd still love the way it tastes. Um, but I also definitely like recognize my body does not feel um, bloated and gaseous when i don't have the beer that's good which is nice yeah 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 it's good it's good and yeah and, and here meanwhile i can burp and i don't like beer so maybe we should i don't know figure out a way to freaky friday those attributes or something could you burp right now if you wanted to yeah i can just like suck in air and then burp it out instantly wow do it <clears throat> wow yeah awesome. and then i could do it with my ass too watch this no, ah. you don't have to squat by the camera. Ah, did you actually just fart? Uh, I'm. It's You're like shitting. <laughs> You're shitting. Oh, you've actually oh. diarrhea. Oh. You gave yourself fucking diarrhea, man. Let's uh, 
the thing is I tried to like suck in air and then just shoot it back out. But for whatever reason, I'm sitting next to like a bowl of food and it all just went up and in and now it's drizzling out. <laughs> that is insane. And your, that shot is still in your ass, by the way. <laughs> no, I can't you burp. In there. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I can't burp anymore. Uh, actually, this is perfect timing. Let's take a break. I'll clean up my pantaloons and then we'll be back on the other side of these yes. messages. Yeah. Tight. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitnessnah.com. Fitness <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitnessnah <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, 
Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little sooner than five. Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you know what? I'll re-up some of your old advice. Whoa. Which is to get in the tub, to bathe, to take a bath. Interesting. So this is something I sort of discovered on the other side, like at the beginning of the quarantine. And I've been doing it less now that it was hot in LA, but now it's starting to get cool again, starting to reintroduce baths. Now it's winter in New York. And that's, that's primo bath weather, because it's like, you get so cold, it like goes all the way into your bones. And the only way I think to completely thaw your body out is to take that bath. But you never used to take baths. Mine, are, mine is more, I never took baths. I think I might have even made fun of you when you started saying that you were taking a bath. Yeah, you used and to sort of ridicule me. Face. Yeah, yeah, I definitely said a lot about you behind your back at that time. Yeah, you used your to, bath at that time. Yeah. <laughs> you used to email like friends and family of mine and be like, LOL, did you guys know that Amir was doing this? And I don't know how you got the photos of me bathing or what the hell was happening. But did I was... Avital, did I tell, did Avital tell you that I w- it was like a pretty long campaign to try to get her to break up with you for because the of the bath situation yeah yeah but there's nothing wrong with like the yeah <laughs> it was a no. weird campaign because like, there's nothing inherently yeah. wrong with baths or bathing at all it's totally. just yeah, yeah it like i know you're doing press yeah it was like, yeah, it was like you <laughs> holy should, shit you look at this guy him. yeah why yeah. what are you doing look at him he's mm-hmm. literally in a bath right now pictures yeah. and shit of like me bathing yeah. videos of me getting into the tub doing shit like that and then now you're finally bathing so what what happened yeah, I what was the way i totally get it yeah um i well i think i just did it because i was like recovering from um you know bike rides and stuff like oh i see as like a my, muscle yeah yeah so it's I was like, taking like epsom salt baths well that was and that was how it started to be like um you know a recovery bath as it were that's good and then I just really grew to really, I loved my time in the bath and I love the way it made my body feel afterwards. So I'm still taking the baths with the salts and it's very good. Now, do you treat it as like an end of the day situation? Um, I treat it as... Or are you taking daytime kind of baths? No, it, it's definitely, it's like one of the last things I would do. Yeah. Really? Not a daytime, not a daytime bath. Wow. And, oh, sorry. I mean like last, last thing I do for the day. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe... Uh, 5 p.m. get in the bath and then after you're done i don't think i could do like a bath and then back to work oh god no no you couldn't do that do you take the shower after the bath or do you go straight from the bath to robe that's actually a good question i do take a shower after the bath yeah you got to rinse off so i do the the bath into the shower and actually this is a, a an update for me three days ago i slipped from the bath, getting into the shower, Jesus. I ate shit, fell down hard, <laughs> tile to tile, soapy ass feet, like a like a banana peel man in a cartoon, <laughs> oh, just like straight like fucking legs up in the air. Yes, like fucking put my Kimba. entire body weight on one heel, and it gave out, and I tried <laughs> to break my fall, and I like landed on my elbow. And like for a few seconds, I'm like, oh God, I hope I did not break my arm. I can't go to a, I can't go to a hospital. Not like this. You got to get back in the tub and soak that off. (laughs) I spent four more hours in an ice bath. Yeah. I fell on my ass, actually on my elbow. And it was like, it felt 
kind of like bruised for a few days and then I, it, oh it slowly God. went away. Yeah, but it was a dangerous situation. So yeah, I guess yeah, you got to be careful. My sub careful. my sub advice is that when you're transferring from the bath to the shower, yeah, take the uh, they're slippery. Take they're, your time. They're slippery little things. Yeah, and it's not you're not meant to be walking around. But you have a, but you have a separate tub shower. Yes, I do. That's a that's a tricky thing. I have I've got the shower in the tub, so I soak. How hot do you keep your shit? I'd really like to know how hot you keep your shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. Le- like I'm a, trying I can to answer. barely get in, or is it a? Is it let like me yeah. Let me an- You're you're is sort of. Tea? I feel like you're. Or is it yeah. tepid? You know. You're, That's what I want to know. I want you is to it, take a is few. Is it the baby pool? Yeah. Or is it the big boy pool? Let me let okay? me. <laughs> hot or cold? Simple question, women <laughs> Hot or cold? Your tone or in between. Yes, I know, and I know it. I know the answer to this, and if you shut up, I can answer. But the tone that you have is so so nasty. <laughs> You have a really nasty tone right now. It's accusatory. Nasty tone. I'm curious. It's a, it's a real. T- how warm the bath is. I'm not being nasty with it's, the tone. It's tacky. Right? It really is tacky. <laughs> you're, I feel like I'm you're being, being. You're evading the question. I'm and not evading. Answering, and that's. I think that's tacky. I want you to I take. Think you're being I, tacky right now. I want you to take. I'll t- take a deep breath and I'll answer you because like it's not I'll like take a deep breath yeah. when you answer me and you're done being tacky. <laughs> I keep it one notch below too hot so it's not like like avital likes the bath quite quite hot like ooh, this is really really hot like the hottest you can possibly stand i like it one notch below that cool so like how long are you taking a bath i'm taking some baths long enough that i have to re-up the the hot water it'll fade into luke and then it's like you know what i'm not done yet it's been 28 minutes i'm ready to go for another half an hour re-up the hot water and that feels good too yeah yeah how long are you spending in there? Are you getting wrinkly? Are you getting pruny? Are you using the salts? I'm using the salts, but I think for me, the bath needs to be pretty hot for me to feel the benefit of the soak, the salts. And I think if I just sat for 45 minutes in a tepid bath, it wouldn't it wouldn't do me as good as 20 minutes. But the the issue is that when the bath is really hot, it's a lot harder to relax. Like your mind races a little bit. You're you're cooking yourself alive. Yeah, you don't want to boil. Your fight or flight is kicking in. Boil your meat. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to be a little fucking. What's it called? The the fondue. You don't want to fondue mm-hmm. yourself. Right? Yeah, you don't want to fondue yourself. So um, you you also like it one notch below ten out of ten hot. To be honest, I'm I'm very I, I am new um, in my bath journey, so I'm still experimenting with different temperatures. I think that I find that it's more pleasurable to have a cooler bath and be able to sit for longer. Um, but the the benefits of, of a hot bath are, are really good too. So I think I'm, I go based on like what I need. Like, am I sore or am I stressed? Do I want to unwind or do I want to heal? Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I will say you sweat a lot in a bath, so it's important to have water nearby as well. Another side tip to mm-hmm. the bath. So, yeah. Don't like, don't just bathe, bathe safely and fucking bath smart you know yeah yeah i you am <laughs> you got a bath smart. <laughs> you're, you're actually that. not you fucking i you did eat shit yeah day. i almost broke my arm taking a bath but other than that i'm bathing very I smart i imagine the have water by your side comes from a time when you fainted in the tub as well <laughs> yes yeah i'll faint i will pass out i will wake up i will come to my face skin is pruny as the tips of your fingers white pale wrinkly as the day but you know that's that stuff ends up you know steaming out in the shower anyway so it's no big deal. yeah right yeah uh all right cool we're back we're back to baths 
back to baths. Um, all right, here's a D&D question. I know you recorded NADPOD today, so this is on your mind still. That is right. Shout out to our guest, Lou Wilson. Check it out. It's going to be a good, good couple weeks. Do you do you guys record those as imminently as this? Like, we're recording Sunday night. It's going to be online later tonight into Monday morning. Is the turnaround time like that on NADPOD? Kind of. Um, Murph does a lot more... Uh, not that you do a bad job editing. You're a great editor. There's just less to the less to edit. To edit, yeah. Um, so it takes Murph like a couple days. But we recorded tonight. The episode's going to be out on Thursday. Wow, that is fast. It's a quick turnaround. Uh, all right, here's the question. You want to give this guy a D&D style name? Yeah, I'll give him uh, my, the name of my new character, Corbo Babino. Uh, no, I'll just do a new name. Well, what was that? Let's do like okay. a fun uh, name. Sorry, we'll like do a, a na- <laughs> one of the names of my my old character, uh, Nyak of the Renafor. No, just like just like a silly quick name, like Reyna or something like that. I don't like know. Ray- why, then why don't you name him Reyna? Or you give it, go go the name that you did on our podcast when you were a guest. You go. <laughs> you know the story there. I don't know if I'm spilling too much beans, but I wanted to name him Jugo, and then Murph is like, you know, that might be a little offensive because he's like a nebbishy uh, Jewish stereotype of a man. So maybe we should shift it a little further. I'm like, nah, people won't get yeah. mad. I'm Jewish. It's fine. Anyway, we ended up going for Yugo. That makes sense. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> that. Murph was right at the end. <laughs> yeah, he was correct. I'm I'm a bigger Jugo. man. I'm willing to Jugo. <laughs> It doesn't roll off the tongue as much, really. <laughs> if somebody that didn't know us heard that character's name, which is does uh, make up a, a large portion of NADPOD, is people that don't listen to this show, uh, they would be like, you, sorry, you had a guy on and you named him Jugo? Yeah, he's sort of a miserly little elf man who takes advantage of his friends for coins, yes. golden doubloons. And Jugo did bring the chaos. We should have Jugo back. Sorry, you go back, but like unannounced. So like you guys are just like <laughs> in a forest somewhere and suddenly you run into me, Hugo. <laughs> and I'm just really cooking chaos. Yeah. Ending yeah, up like trying that. to kill you guys. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, no, no, what was the first one? Corbo Babino? Corbo. Corbo writes. I play D&D with some old friends, including a good friend of mine who we'll call Sam, the DM himself, and the DM's girlfriend, who we'll call Emily, not real names. As we're all old friends outside of D&D, we also hang out and drink together. One night, I was drinking with Sam, Emily, and another friend. Things got blurry and horny and (laughs) Sam and Emily fucked. (laughs) I have to admit... I have to admit that I was absolutely steamed, too, and probably would have been complicit if the two hadn't left. So, DM got cucked by one of his own players. My question is, how do I make this D&D group survive? I put a lot of effort and emotion into my character, and this game is a source of light in my otherwise dismal life, and I'd hate to lose it. How can this be reconciled to save the game, nay, my soul, from falling into oblivion? Should I convince Sam to blow the DM to make it even? What the hell? Should I fuck Sam's mom to create some sort of balance in the yin-yang of it all? Help, I'm spiraling (laughs) for my Minotaur Battlemaster didn't deserve this. Yours faithfully, Corbo. Well? Well, I I don't fully understand the specific drama, but I guess the question is, 
can a can a D and D group survive such real world turmoil? No, no, no chance. No way. No. And there's actually nothing you can do. So what happened when you uh, when you and Connor or not Connor, you and uh, Caldwell hooked up? Did that sort of sour <laughs> the group for a few weeks? Yeah, it made things awkward at the table. But yeah. At least we weren't playing with anyone Caldwell was married to. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. the issue here. The dynamic is done. You're screwed. It's off. It's over. And that's the quicker you accept that, the the easier it's going to be to create a new character uh, for your next campaign. Maybe use this time uh, as a chance to DM. You can you can be a DM that that doesn't get cucked. Interesting. Yeah. How does it how does it work with um like starting new campaigns? You don't have to like uh make it tied to the old one in a way. You could just be like, all right, I'm gonna go over there and play with some other friends, a completely different universe. Yeah, it's fun. I think I think rolling new characters is fun. I do recognize that it's hard to like put your whole soul into a character and like you know they're leveling up with experience and collecting magic items and um getting cooler and cooler weapons and better bonds with the players but then you kind of have to zoom out and think about that this is like two people's marriage and your thing is still a made-up uh minotaur so you know perspective's good and and it's it's fun and i don't know i remember when uh my character i won't say anything that spoils anything but spoiler something happened Okay, that I I had to play a couple sessions as a new character. Oh, and I was scared because I had like known my, I knew my character so well. But then I made somebody new, and I actually had a really good time uh, playing as uh, a different a different PC. So think about that. You will also, of course, have to find new friends. So I mean, that's a bigger issue as well. Yeah, friends, shamans, but it's really about the group. Can you can you envision a world where you're playing like? one game for the podcast and one game separately or it's like the game is so all consuming that it's too hard to juggle two different jobs i think i would i would play another i would definitely play another game if like the right friend group uh was interested you know i wouldn't just like tap into any game it's not like oh i want to play D with whoever will play D. yeah like I, it is about the group so you could juggle too you're saying yeah i think you could juggle too so yeah, you could start you could start a new group as you wait for this ball to drop or the shoe to drop. I don't That's know what cool. the, you know what the metaphor is. What about what about an oops all you go campaign? So instead of like, oh, this person's a minotaur and this one's like a slimy guy and this one's a wizard, it's a world where everyone, everyone is you go. Yeah, exactly. So it's like Yugo I'm you go, you're go. Yeah. I believe Yugo was a was Hugo a gnome or a halfling? A halfling, I think. Or maybe he was a gnome. He was definitely three feet tall and slimy. Yeah. Hugo was a balding, middle-aged, halfling rogue. <laughs> yeah. Who had gold teeth and high heels. Yeah. <laughs> and created discord. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So he want- sewed... He sowed discord, exactly right. Actually, if you really think about it, your friend was a Yugo, a real-life Yugo of the group. Oh, interesting. So I was, I came in there as a guy who was trying to ruin shit IRL. Yeah. And then so in actually, so doing. If, I think you really only need to worry about kicking out the, the guy she cheated with 
uh, from the campaign. Like if they can get through their their marital problems, if they can get over that and then get back to the table, it's you, them, and you get one more person in there. And then you don't even have to roll a new character, you know? That's cool. All right. All right. So there is a way to turn this into, uh, save this group, you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that what I'm really saying is that your Minotaur is not the priority. Um, and I don't think that it's worth meddling anything. Um, so, like, really, you should just keep on playing. Maybe the affair doesn't ever come to life. And <laughs> that's yeah. better than you, I guess, hooking up with Sam's mom was one of the ideas. <laughs> is there a way to, like, use D&D to try to, like, save the relationship being like if i roll a what like a tolerance roll or something like that like a yeah, forgiveness yeah so it's like he rolls I guess a that forgiveness. Would be persuasion yeah you yeah. could yeah <laughs> a persuasion check with with extreme disadvantage <laughs> okay so it's you like i roll a hundred times and take the lowest <laughs> yeah and it's like if i still get 15 or above then you have to forgive me babe <laughs> <laughs> that's a 4 shit can we call that a practice roll <laughs> we only made out floor, it didn't count <laughs> is that a thing if the dice falls on the floor you have to re-roll i th- i think the dice has fallen on the floor before i think you have to decide you just have to decide before you see it if you say if it falls on the floor you don't have to be like that doesn't count but you can if you wanted but like you can be like, I'm gonna use whatever it is, and then you can crawl and look. At least that's how I play. <laughs> but you have to crawl. That's the specific part. You have to yeah. crawl and what look. What you can't do is like roll the dice, look it on on the floor. It's a three, and then you say, I have to re-roll. It fell on the floor because you know that you wouldn't want to re-roll if it was a twenty. You that's know? cool. Yeah. No, I get that. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It's actually really cool. Thank you. Let's see it. Let's see you roll fucking. <laughs> right yeah, now I have oh wow my dice right here you have a lot of, you have a lot of dice right next to you i was sort of doing like kind of a bit but yeah okay now that all right, right. yeah that's an eight motherfucker that's not that's good. pretty much the highest you can get <laughs> on an talk side die yeah what how many sides does that die this one has 20 but you also use a <laughs> d8 sometimes <laughs> yeah but you didn't so don't <laughs> <laughs> you also could have rolled a six-sided die. That's, yeah, you didn't, that would have been extremely high if I got it. Can you imagine if I got a fucking eight on a six-sided die? I'd be no, a god. No, it so wouldn't happen. It <laughs> really, actually, give it up. Give it up for that. That's fucking awesome. I don't have to, and I won't. You don't deserve it. Neither does this person. This person doesn't deserve forgiveness. But hopefully you guys can make it work. For the sake of the yeah. group, you got to do it for the, the sake of the group. Um, all right. That's it. That's our time. First episode of the new decade. We're in. We're out. Uh, The opening theme song was Jerry Housh or Hoosh, the Hamilton theme song. Uh, This closing one. Let me look at who wrote this closing one while you talk about our Patreon. Yeah, you can uh, check us out, checking ourselves out over at patreon.com slash JA. We are making our way through the entire Jake and Amir catalog every single canon and uncanon episode uh we're watching them we're reacting to them uh and then sometimes we're just shooting the shit answering your questions your queries um but we're hanging out over there so check it out all right that was perfect you killed enough time for me to find eric novak uh wrote this song he'd be surprised if we played it because it's not a blink 182 cover 
Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, let's, we let's do. Let's do a quick cursory search. <laughs> just do Blink One Eighty Two. No, we don't. We don't only have to do Blink One Eighty Two. This is a perfectly fine search. Enema of the sweet. <laughs> I don't think so. This is a nice Dude song. Ranch, We're doing this. Look song. up Cheshire Cat. We're okay. Not, <laughs> We're not looking it up. We already had a cover. It was a Hamilton cover. This is an outro. It's an original. I think. Original theme song written, recorded, and sent by Eric Novak. So thank you to Eric. Thank you to Jerry. Thanks you. Thank you to you guys for listening. And thank uh, you. we'll be back soon enough, I bet. Maybe next week. Probably. Ciao, everybody. Later. intro that's gonna be a turdy for you bud that was a hit gum original